0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, let's check in with uh, Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. All right, Kevin, we need to bring in Hoop Hog. He's been holding for a few minutes before
1: we Hoop Scoop and Hoop Hog. How about that? There you go,
0: Hoop Hog. Good afternoon. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm an old Hogville alumni too. How about that? Hey, have you guys you missed go. me? Have you counted the days till I called back and <laughs> said hello to you? I know you have, Randy. Come on in. 300,
1: 322, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, we don't
2: know. It's, it's, you got a better I memory say, than I do, see, Rick. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> did you guys, uh, and by the way, it's great It's great to be on with you guys again. Um, Thank you. Did either of you happen to watch the LSU-Kentucky game last night?
1: I did. Randy did. Mm-hmm.
2: I, and I, I, I would love to get Kevin's uh, uh, take on it too. But I, I'm not a big fan of the LSU coach. He, he seems to be one dimensional. But when they in the late in the game, when they pressed it threw Kentucky for a loop, Kentucky could not handle the LSU press. And in that and and it, their scoring stalled when LSU put the press on them. And then in that last minute, I, I wish. Rick, that you could have seen that last minute of the game, because it my jaw was hitting the floor. <laughs> Going into the last minute, Kentucky was up by eleven points,
1: Yeah. and with won, the won getting aggressive, right?
2: yeah, yeah, they, they LSU just just they could not throw in, they could not get a pass done. Wow. And I know that their one point guard was on the bench. People will use those excuses. Uh, this is a team with a bunch of McDonald's All-Americans. The other members of that bench and that team should know how to throw a ball in to get the offense going. It doesn't take one star player to handle that. Although I understand that if somebody is spearheading an offense, that that can throw everybody else out of rhythm, but if, if, if Arkansas can stick to our defense, our today's defense, we can really throw a wrench. I, so many people are discounting Arkansas chances against Kentucky because Kentucky is an offensive powerhouse, but, no one in the SEC is a great offensive powerhouse this year. In fact, the SEC network did a whole spill on the fact that the entire league is shooting under 40% out on the court. Mm. That's every team in the league. Obviously, certain teams are going to – we know how a curve works, and we know that certain teams are going to sway that statistic more than others. Um, but Kentucky, when they go cold, boy, they just flat go cold. And And if our defense can be tenacious enough, I think that we can put them in situations where they could go cold uh, hopefully uh and and i'm gonna get off here because i want to hear kevin's take on that and you guys have a great day be safe out there go right. thank hogs all right
0: thank you thank you all right kevin you want to weigh kevin. in on that thought of of i said earlier and you probably were not listening but that's okay uh i thought that kentucky was offensively challenged and that could be just that one game. Now, they end up scoring, what, 71 points, which I don't know what their season average is. I haven't gotten their game notes yet. But I thought they were offensively challenged. And if it wasn't for Shibwe, um I think they're challenged big time. You were talking a moment ago, Rick, minus Note minus Williams. Well, if something happened to Oscar Shibwe, uh they are in deep trouble. But uh, that's just okay. my opinion. All right, Kevin, your thoughts.
3: Okay. Kentucky's one of the best offensive teams in the country. They average over 80 points a game. It's top 10. There you Ken go. Pa- Kim Palm Analytics has them as a top five offense in terms of efficiency. They've played their last two games without the SEC's leading assist man and their primary ball handler, Severe Wheeler. And they've also been without talented freshman Ty Ty Washington the last couple of games. Who is in his own right a good assist guy? He averages over four games as their second leading scorer. So they had both of those guys out in these last two games, which, by the way, they won both. They beat Alabama, who's back in the rankings mm-hmm. at number 25. Yep. Um, and then they, you know, LSU, we know is a good team. Uh, you know, they were in the rankings forever. There's the the NCAA net rankings. Still love that team. Still top 20 in net. Uh, but what, what happened was Kentucky built that double digit advantage, and, and LSU, through the sink, a very good defensive team with that press, when you have your top two guards and playmakers out, those are the kind of things that can happen. Now, I'm not making excuses for Kentucky. All teams in, in this era, to me, you know, there are a few exceptions of truly great teams, so there's vulnerability, vulnerability. But actually, this Kentucky team is very good when you look at the, by the numbers. Offensively, they're also a top-20 defense, so I think when you look at both sides of the ball, it's arguably the best team Arkansas is going to face this year. The question is, do Ty-Ty Washington and Severe Wheeler return after being out for a couple of games, there's thoughts. There's a thought out there that one or both will be back. Um, you know, I think with the two back-to-back home games, that they were able to beat Alabama and LSU, it may have been Calipari's plan all along to have those guys, re- you know, healing up, rested up and ready for Arkansas. Um, when you look at the perimeter, we talk about DeShibwe being a monster. I mean, he's uh, uh, arguably the – front runner for National Player of the Year and certainly the presumptive SEC player of the year at this point. Uh, but when we look at Kellen Grady, uh, the transfer from Davidson, the wing that's that leads the SEC in three point shooting, uh, when you look at percentage, his volume, I think, is top three in the league. Um, you know, Ke- Keon Brooks, who's, who's a returnee that uh six, seven, four, that's versatile and can play above the rim and, you know, he's a double figure scorer. You look at guys like Devion Mintz, uh, who was the transfer that's been, been uh, the top and kid who's had his own injury problems, but is back in the lineup, you know, but at the end of the day, those names I just went through, Kentucky's a lot like Arkansas in terms of rotation. They really kind of keep it to a tight seven. Yeah. Eight, nine, ten might check in and give them a few little minutes here and there, but it's really a tight top seven rotation when they're healthy. Um, I think last night, uh, obviously Calipari had to extend that to guys that don't normally play. Uh, but again, Uh, Every game at Bud Walton Arena, I don't think there's a matchup against any team in the country that Arkansas can't win on its home court because of Bud Walton Arena in that atmosphere. And we've seen Arkansas in these kind of games against these really good teams where it's nip and tuck, especially late stages of the game. And Arkansas's defense stands up. It gets just enough offense. It finds ways to get to the free throw line, whatever it takes. And I, I favor Arkansas once again, guys. I'm not changing that line. I know this is a good Kentucky team. It may be the best all-around team in the SEC. Maybe it's Auburn. We know Arkansas's in that conversation. Tennessee's up there. And everybody else now is facing at least at no no better than a, a Thursday night second round SEC game. If Arkansas gets one more win out of these last three or one more Bama loss, it locks up at no worse than a four seed in that double bye in the SEC tournament quarterfinals, and they're still playing for a league title. And if they beat out, if they beat Kentucky, they'll be tied with the Wildcats for second place. If the Vols win over the weekend, they'll also be, it'll be a three-way tie. But going into the last week of, of SEC play, Arkansas will have the tiebreakers for that second seed uh, just because of the head-to-head to that point. And we know Arkansas finishes at Tennessee. So a lot of things still to play out. But I think this Arkansas team, we talked about the strengths of Kentucky. He started there. Uh, but I want to brag on Arkansas too, because I think Arkansas, I don't care what betting lines come out. I think Arkansas has got a slight edge in this game and, uh, Kentucky will have to prove otherwise.
0: Kevin, what about the health of Wheeler and Washington? Will either one or both be available for Arkansas on Saturday?
3: Yeah. I mean, that's the unknown, you know, um, what I'm hearing is that that they they want both of them back, and, and they're working really hard to make that happen, um, and and they think it's going that will happen, but we'll just see, we'll, we'll see, um, and you know you 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 don't want to be you don't want to fear any opponent. Arkansas's got every reason to believe they can beat Kentucky. The Razorbacks can at full strength, um, you know. But it does change things for Kentucky, obviously. Um, you know Arkansas's not a team really that presses. It's also not a pressing team, but there may be opportunities to change how they they obviously would change how they play defensively to pressure Kentucky's ball handlers more if, if one or both of those guys are out. If they're both back and they're healthy, uh, obviously Arkansas's a, A1 game plan has got to be under the presumption that they will be. Uh, and I think a lot of that, when you look at the way Tennessee moved the basketball and some of the things Tennessee liked to do, Arkansas took a lot of that away. When you look at how Auburn, which is a good offensive team, how that team liked to do things, Arkansas took stuff away. So even when you look back at some of these games, where these teams had enough success to be in those games, Arkansas typically takes away one of their top two or three scores and shuts somebody out, really gives them a bad game. And, you know, so I don't think as many, even if Kentucky's fully healthy, I don't think they're going to exit, everybody is going to have their A game against Arkansas because Arkansas has proven. To be borderline elite, I mean, it's a top 15 team defensively when you look at the the analytics. So you can either call that a a plus defensive uh, squad or you can say it's borderline elite. Uh, But either way, Kentucky's not going to come in and have its way against Arkansas. If it does, I'll come back on the air the next time around and say I was wrong.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Let's hope not.
0: I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, you've got a couple of million dollars on the game, you know. so. (laughs) You are entitled, you know, every once in a while to be wrong, Kevin. Not All right, when we come back, our
1: listeners, he's not. <laughs> All right, <laughs> when we
0: come back, uh, we still need another update on who to expect visiting on Saturday, if possible, from Kevin McPherson Coop Scoop. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Once again, joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Kevin, uh, again, I get the same request. Uh, got it back on Tuesday, got it today, get it from several different uh, individuals. Wanting to know an update first on Anthony Black. And then I'll add to that: uh, Is Anthony expected again to visit this Saturday? I know you talked about it the other day, but uh, there's been several days that's transpired since then. So latest update on Anthony Black.
1: Now, Kevin, before you answer that question, do you do you have a like a red hotline to his uh, his somewhere in his he house? Store you can he call him and that. get Kevin these minute minute by minute updates for these Kevin guys that want that. it. Okay. He sent me, well, he you sent
0: know, me insider information. I'm just not sharing it, what Anthony is saying. So I'm going to okay. let Kevin say uh,
3: it. <laughs> I've got a direct line to Anthony, but I try to give these guys, I don't, I don't try to lean on them too much, especially. I just interviewed him. He said a decision is likely to come next month. And then I have other channels of folks that are talking to him, so I don't have to constantly, you know, wear on it. Uh, but i do i do keep my tabs and i do try to make sure that we're not falling behind on where things stand so you know nothing's changed since he was on campus last week and he won't be back i know that this weekend for the kentucky game uh i guess something could change last minute on that but as of now he's not that's not the plan um you know nick smith jr Uh, by the way guys and i said it on the last uh segment tuesday after having interviewed him and put that on twitter video uh, Anthony Black, that is, uh, but I do feel like Arkansas in the best spot. They've been in with him. So that's something positive. doesn't mean they're going to get him, uh, but I think his eyes were opened up really uh, to another level because he took the official visit to Arkansas in September. That visit went great, but it was during football season. He did go to, I believe, football game against Georgia Southern. Um, but it's not the same as being in Bud Walton Arena when that's the sport you play and you're in an atmosphere like that for that Tennessee game. So I think it helped Arkansas there. And I could see the, the, the bonding and relationship building not only with the staff. You had the pro hogs there. You had family members uh, for current hogs and pro hogs mingling and interacting with he and his mom. So I think, I think Arkansas did itself a favor by getting him back on campus. Now, moving forward to Saturday, who will be there is Nick Smith Jr. is planning to be there. He's got senior night tomorrow night uh, when, when North Rock hosts Cabot. It's his final home game. And then he's planning to be at the Arkansas game. Uh, He had planned to be at the Tennessee game as well, but had a makeup game against Conway, so he missed that. Jordan Walsh is planning to be back. That'll be the third trip for Jordan, I believe, in the last several games. Um, I think it was West Virginia, and then he came back last weekend for Tennessee. Uh, Jordan Walsh will be back with Nick Smith, Jr. And then when we talk about unsigned players that Arkansas has been recruiting, it's really laden blocker right now, the class of 2023, Little Rock native. That plays for number one Sunrise Christian Academy in Wichita, Kansas, uh, top independent school right now in the country. But he's rated top thirty-five in the country. A four-star, six-two uh, point guard that, that Arkansas had. You know, he's had unofficial visits in the past. To Arkansas. Um, he's a guy that Arkansas is definitely targeting out of that twenty twenty-three class. He'll be on an unofficial visit. That's the plan. And then his brother, Landon Blocker, from the class of twenty twenty-four, who is still in Little Rock, Little Rock Christian Academy. Uh, he's a 6'4 guard, and uh, he's gotten a lot of high major interest. He's a Division I prospect, no doubt. He'll also be on, on an unofficial visit. And then class of 2023 big man Brandon Garrison, who Arkansas just recently offered, and he'd been on an unofficial visit in December when Arkansas beat the Little Rock Trojans in Fayetteville. He was planning to come up, and we we put that word out uh, last week. Uh, but then he had a play at one of his tournament games rescheduled from Friday night till Saturday. So now he's out. And so when we've been trying to talk about these upcoming games and visits, I've been mentioning this time of year is when makeup games are going on, you've got tournaments starting up, and then things change. And so Brandon Garrison, the 6'9", top 50 player in the class of 2023 at Adele City, Oklahoma, was intending to be there. And, and then yesterday we got word that he won't be able to make it, so I tweeted that out. And then we'll see if some of these other guys that were trying to get up there can make that happen. Uh, but as of now, there's been no release in, 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 a, in a request to kind of keep things, you know, on the down low, I guess, the way to phrase that until anybody can fully confirm that they can make it in addition to the names I've already given.
1: Okay. So, Kevin, are you on with us next Tuesday? Is that right? Because there's a game Wednesday night? Yes. Well, you just said that Anthony Black is going to make his decision next month. Tuesday is March 1st. So you will get that question That's right. Again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and I, you know he, <laughs> he, you know he he indicated that it might be later in the month. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, he did. But, but uh, we don't we don't just. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to press these guys daily or every other day. But not. I do. Yeah, I look at markers yeah. like that. Well, but technically run another month, so I'm going to put my feeling. You know, so it never stops, but. I also don't go directly to the young, the, some of these guys. Some of them reach out to me all the time, and then some of them are a little bit more reserved. Anthony Black and his mom keep things very close to the vest. You know, the, the, even the coaching staffs, some of the skills that are in that they that feel like they're really in, in thick with him and have a chance to get him, the word I get back is, is they don't get a lot of feedback sometimes from them. And that's not a negative. Everybody's different, and you have to recruit based on how people want to be communicated with. And do your best working with that. So I respect that too. It's one that covers it. I try not to be overbearing. Right. I try to read the room. You know. Exactly. Which which, which families want want the attention? And which ones want me to make sure that I'm I'm staying in touch with them? They reach out to me, and the other ones that are taking a little different process, I work. I try to respect that and, and, and roll with it that way.
0: Well, you know, I demand more than that, so. Um, if you want to give me his private number i'll take i'll take the ball and i'll run with it then
3: once upon uh, a time i was covering the anthony hardaway penny hardaway recruitment (laughs) and i had really good luck getting him on the phone his mom faye patterson during that run up to where he picked memphis over arkansas georgetown was in the mix oklahoma state temple canceled some of those visits and arkansas thought they were going to get him and at the, at the, really, at the last hour, all of a sudden, I couldn't get Penny on the phone. But for some reason, people in Memphis had been reading my articles in the Arkansas Gazette. So I had folks camped out at the, at the easy the pit quick or whatever it was across the street from where he lived. And they were telling that people were just calling me out of the blue, giving me updates on his coming and going. So <laughs> I was either the unwitting victim of some prank calls, but they seemed legit. So sometimes you have to get creative, guys, on how you follow these things
0: well i've shared this i was a teenager back
3: then covering
0: recruiting (laughs) it's been a while since i shared this story but uh for what it's worth i got burned big time by a young man by the name of gerald honeycutt and i swore from that point forward i would never get that involved again chasing down recruits doing what you're talking about talking with them uh probably had gerald honeycutt on the air multiple times three or four times and uh I just knew he was – in fact, Coach Richardson uh, was on the phone listening to the press conference, and uh, we were carrying it live, believe it or not, back in the good old days. And uh, the moment that he announced Arkansas, that was the second hat that he put out – coach richardson hung up he may not we need we need to ask him about that uh rick next time we have coach John if he remembers that really
1: that why don't you ask him if he's had hemorrhoids i mean good grief you're going to ask him about these painful moments gee <laughs> think, think <laughs> well, about
0: that, think
3: that, was class, that guys. he was part of that 1993 the mcdonald's all-american class with darnell robinson um that 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 would have been a big extra addition to hall for the haunt
1: yeah Particularly, all, right. after 30, uh, all those guys were gone two years later. If he was still there, yeah. All right, Kevin, we will
0: talk with you uh, next week. Thank you. That's Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net.